Come on, Chris. <laughs> okay. A joke. You smoke pot? Not anymore. Oh. Good morning, everyone. How are we doing? Fantastic. Happy Sunday. Thanks for joining. Uh, if some people uh, in the back could scoot up a little bit. Come on, guys. Scoot up a little bit. Fill in the front. Come on, man. Come on, man. Uh, if you need to use the restroom, uh, it is back that way and to the left. If you get lost on the way, TJ is back there, bright yellow. You can't miss him. He will guide you. It'll be just fine. Uh, if you have a question or a comment, just raise your hand, and myself or Esteban will bring you the mic. Uh, once you have the mic, hold it in the way, in the fashion that I am holding it, uh, and please don't tap on it or shake it around like this and what have you. Don't do that. Um, and please silence your cell phones. Please silence your cell phones. Please silence your cell phones. I'm not... It's not a joke, <laughs> not a suggestion, just do it. Uh, and also, no food or drink in here. Uh, if we catch you, we're going to point you out and shame you and wag our fingers at you. It's going to be uh, really uncomfortable. Anyways, that's all. <laughs> that's all for me. Thanks for coming. Happy Sunday. What's the name of you? What? Jesse, we're live. Good morning. <laughs> I still don't know the name of his business. <laughs> Maybe better switch names. Are you saying M-E-M? Oh, you did say meme. See, he thought you said meme. So he'd be online looking for meme. <laughs> Good morning. Welcome to church. I'm Jesse Peterson. You can get involved by going to our chat line and um, uh, on our YouTube channel. And James... Of the hate report, will respond to them. Thank you so much. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. How y'all? You guys don't like the front row? No? I, oh, good. I know how to get people to sit on the front row. We're going to put a sign that says reserve. And people get mad because they think, why the seats reserved at church? And then they'll want you to sit on the front row, but it'll be a, it'll be a trick. It's like Mexicans when they have parties. The, they say the party's at four, when, and they really want you there. The party really doesn't start until seven. <laughs> Isn't that right, Marlene? That's exactly what happened, You know how I found that out. Uh, Samuel said he would go to your birthday party. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. What time is it? He said, it's at four, but really it's not until seven. But Mexicans are always late. <laughs> I'm like, are they that late? Some got it like eight o'clock. Some got it there like at ten o'clock. I'm like, oh. It was still going on at ten? Till midnight. 
Did it start at four? Some kids go, some people came at four. <laughs> <laughs> Were they white, the one that showed up at No, they actually, four? They're, they're, born, they're American, they were born here, but they're Hispanic. Oh. I know with the blacks, if you want to have an event, you have to say it's at least an hour earlier than what it really is. But I didn't know it was two hours, three hours earlier with the message. <laughs> what the? It was always early, we were always the first. Yeah. Oh, I see. Amazing. <laughs> Mexican. I'm glad Mexicans are worse than the blacks. <laughs> I feel better now about being black. <laughs> so, uh, some of you know I, I ran a couple weeks ago real hard, right, for an hour. I did steps like 30 minutes and then I ran for an hour straight. I was running like a slave. Underground slave, <laughs> <laughs> and so I ran so hard my knee was swollen, and so I couldn't run for two weeks. And I finally went to the doctor Friday to see what what it was, and he said, "Oh, you have liquid on your knee. I need to put a needle in there to take it out." I'm like, "What the?" I remember in high school I ran track and field, and I was really good. I loved it. And then my knees swole one day, and they, they told me, and I think I was like 11th grade, 10th or 11th, they said, we have to put fluid on your knee. I mean, you have fluid on your liquid, right? So we need to put a needle down in there to pull it out. And I said, well, uh-uh, I'm quitting. So I quit track and field because of that. And that was like 100 years ago. <laughs> and then I still had to end up getting a needle put in. I'm like, I should have done that in high school. Maybe I was created to be a track star or something. <laughs> and so they put the ne- they put the needle down in there. They dead the area a little bit with a little small needle. And then he got this huge needle and put it in there. And then they said, we have to go deeper. So they told the nurse to hold my leg. <laughs> oh, it was hurting. <laughs> they put it deeper. I was about to curse. <laughs> It was awful. I was like, ah, ah, ah. They were like, it hurt? I'm like, what do you think? <laughs> but the knee feel much better. Nice. It really does. It really helps. But it wasn't pretty. Anybody ever had that done? You don't want it. I, I should have asked for a joint or something first <laughs> to be high. No, sometimes it doesn't help. Right? That doesn't help. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> It's amazing. <laughs> amazing. So, any visitors, anybody here for the first time? Oh, good. You been here before? No. Did you raise your hand? Oh, what's your name? Stacy. Stacy, how did you find us? Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. How did you find us? Um, I came with Hassan. With Hassan? Mm-hmm. Did you know he was part of the Allahu Abba group? <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, goodness. No, I'm playing. Uh, any questions about anything? No. Have you heard any of the radio shows or anything? I heard one. And what did you think? It was interesting. In what way? You can be honest. I'm not like part of the Black Lives Matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just interesting. Did That's you like it? it? Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, there any questions about it? No. All right. Well, welcome. Thanks. All right. Is your first time? Yes. And what's your name? My name's Alexis. And how did you find us? Through a friend. Oh, good. Yeah. Welcome. Thank you. Any questions about anything? Not yet. Not yet? All right. Uh, right here. Yeah, I've heard about you through a very good this friend. Your first time? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. What's your name? My name is Stephanie. Stephanie, you heard us how? Uh, through <clears throat> good friend, a uh, mutual friend of of Louis. Uh, his name is Juan, right here. Cool school. That's how I know you by. His name and, is Juan. Um, cool school. His uh, Juan. Cool school. Oh, okay. Yeah, and um, can I ask you a question? Yes. Are you ready for White History Month in July? I am ready. <laughs> July, doesn't July feel white? <laughs> yes, it makes me feel alive. Yeah. In the 50 United States. That's right. Any questions, other questions about anything? No, just great to be here. All right. Thank you for coming. Is this your first time? Yes. No, the oh. right next oh, to you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it is, but I watch your show all the time. You do? What's your name? Luis. Lu any questions about anything? No, I watch your show too often. I know most of the things you say. You agree with most of the things? 99% of the things you say, yeah. Anything you disagree with? Uh, not really, to be honest. Right on. I think you said something about, like, food, like, months ago. that You said French fries were healthy or something like that. Pizza. French fries are healthy? You said a lasagna was good for you or something like that. I just, I just disagreed with that. Oh, uh, I forgot. I don't remember, <laughs> I don't that was remember it. That was saying it. that. Well, good. Did you go and forgive your mother? Not really, to be what, honest. Why not? I have yet to do that. Why have you done it? Because I Are have her money. Yeah, I am. Th that's why you need to forgive your mother. <laughs> How old are you? You're right. How old I'm are you? 27. Oh, wow. And why haven't you gone and forgiven her? Because I owe her like $2,000. <laughs> <laughs> you owe her $2,000? <laughs> what? <laughs> that's amazing. And so what would happen if you went and forgave her knowing you're in debt to her? I think she would be cool about it. I'm just kind of ashamed of it, I guess. Yeah. And do you live with her? No, I have my own place. Oh, good. Good. I recommend you go and, and forgive her, and then you'll overcome the shyness. Yeah, thanks. All right. Appreciate it. Yeah, I'm serious about that part. Are you doing the silent prayer? I do, actually, yeah. Any questions about that? I, I mean, it's like meditation, so it's yeah. common sense. Except you don't want to hold on to anything. Yeah, I, th I think right. when you meditate, you hold on to something, but you want to live a, a observant life. You want to observe and not create. Yep, that makes right. sense. Well, welcome, man. Thank you. All right. Um, I remember growing up when the world used to be up, and now it's turning over, and it's weird to see the world upside down. It is like totally upside down now. Right used to be wrong. I mean, right used to be right and wrong used to be wrong. But now wrong is presented as right. And it's happening everywhere. It's just everywhere. And I noticed that the people, it's like the world is upside down. And the people who are on the side of right, they're afraid to speak up. They won't speak up. And I, and I wonder, how do you expect the world to get better if you're afraid to speak up about it, what's wrong? Anybody here afraid to speak up for whatever reason? And you can be honest, I won't judge you. I just want to know why. Everybody here speaks up. 
You afraid to speak up, Marlene? At work? You had your hand, right? Yes. You afraid <clears throat> to speak up at work? I mean, I think you've said not to, like, bring politics at work, if I'm not mistaken, right? Right. And then I teach for a living, and it's hard to teach. For example, I was recently teaching, like, this sex ed class, um, and even, even though I teach history. You know, I'm not a health teacher. Right. Um, but we were basically, like, we have to do it. We had to, the history teachers had to teach the sex ed class. You said sex ed? Sex ed, oh, okay. right, to the 10th graders. And um, we, we, we were told we were going to teach about abstinence, but nowhere in the curriculum was there anything about abstinence. So I'm like, you know what? Um, so I just ended up putting my two cents, you know, like, you know, if you guys just want to avoid all this mess, STDs, blah, 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 blah. Just wait till you get married. You know, it's the best thing. But um, you mentioned that to them, to the to the to students. Oh, so in one way or another, like I do speak out, but I'm not as direct as I am, like in my you know personal life, right? Um, because you know I'm in a public school, you know. So well, one thing for sure, if you speak up in a public school now, you will lose your job. Yeah, you definitely will. But I still think. If you live in the presence with God, you will see the right time to speak up. And if you got fired for whatever reason, another door will open up for you. It's like God will take care of you. Do you believe that? Yes. It really will. If one door closes, another one will open. 100%. So I was let go. I mean, I'm teaching till the end um, um, of June or the first week of June, I mean. And I was let go back in January. They told me that they weren't going to renew my contract for the next year. So I've been interviewing um, every, you know, just wherever, like private schools, you know, Catholic schools, wherever. Right. So on Friday, um, I had an interview like at 3 o'clock. And I wasn't really worried about it. I'm like, you know, just I'm just being myself, you know, just answering the questions, being in the moment, being the present. And then like two hours later, she called me, hey, we really like your energy we like that you like teaching right seventh grade and they ended up offering me um the job which is awesome because now i can like relax and enjoy my summer yeah. and not worry about not having a job you know so 100 percent yeah yeah the one thing i know for sure is when you are born again of the father that he will take care of you he really will he'll provide in ways that you you just wouldn't imagine. I was in shock. I, I'm like, I couldn't believe it. Like uh, two hours later, I'm like, what? You guys are offering me a job. I'm like, that's awesome. So, yeah, ways to yeah, open up. Yeah. I was thinking about my life and what I do in life right now. I never imagined doing what I do. It wasn't even a part of my thinking at all. I didn't go to school for it. I didn't think I would do it because I was uneducated. I thought you had to be educated. Uh, to know the truth, but the people that are educated are dumb. Have you noticed that? They're like real dumb. And so I never imagined that my life, I didn't even grow up thinking I would do this. I really grew up think, thinking that I was going to um, finish high school somehow or another. So I made it through that. I don't know how. By the grace of God, I guess. And I was going to move to California or Atlanta, Georgia, going to get a job, buy me a house, a red car, and a lot of clothes, and get a lot of women. That was my dream. 
<laughs> that was my calling, right? <laughs> and for a while I did that. I, I moved to California, bought a house at 25, bought a little red sports car, a 280Z, a lot of clothes, and I was I, I was a slut maker, like not going nose. But then when you start to open up, one thing led to another one and another one. And I've always wanted, you know, I had that emptiness for my father, so I always wondered about that. And I've always wanted to know what it's like to live on earth, to live on earth as a son of God. As a little kid, because I heard if you live as a son of God on earth, life was supposed to be amazing. And I wonder, what is that like? I really want to do that. I don't want to die and live on earth. I mean, but live on earth miserably when they say you can have it with God, right? I now know what that's like. And I still don't know the extent of it. But to live as a son of God is amazing. It really is. The first thing he does is he wake you up. And then he starts to detach you from the world, from friends, places, your family members. Um, I talked to a, a young man in Arkansas yesterday. I've never met him in person, but I counsel with him sometimes. And he's like 21, I think, maybe 22. And he was like, Jesse, I don't like hanging out with my family members anymore. Because he's in Arkansas, he always hung out with his family. He said, I don't know what that is, though, because I'm not trying to make that happen, but when I go around my father, my mother and grandmother and others, I don't like it. It just seems like a waste of time. And I just told him, you know, what? that's what happens when you're born again of God. He caused you to be in the world, but not of it. And when you're in it, but not of it, you're not afraid of it anymore. You're not afraid of losing things. He will naturally change that. You will be alone, but you won't be lonely. Anybody going through that yet? No? Oh, okay. And it's an amazing way to live. You can live with yourself and not want to commit suicide. Because most people cannot live by themselves. They can't live with self. And if you want to be around someone, there are always people to be around. But it's like they have nothing to talk about. They talk about stupid stuff. It's like a way to life. You're like, what am I doing here? You know, because sometimes even now I think about visiting family members, and it's so hard. I'm like, do I really want to? <laughs> and I grew up thinking that I was close to my family members. And they are nice people. Church-going people, really nice people. But it takes a lot out of me now to want to go visit. And I'm like, wow, that's so weird. And then I, I got to a point where I literally don't care what anyone thinks about me. I only care about being right and doing right. But because everybody born in sin, right, so everybody have a story. We all come from a bad place because we were born with crazy parents. And so... I used to be concerned about that, but I don't care about that anymore. I, he changed all of that. And I say that to you because if you stay with the silent prayer, don't hate. Your life's going to change. And you'll be in this mess, but not a part of it. You won't be of it. It'll just happen naturally, really. And you will have no fear, no doubt, no worry. And you'll just live your life. You know what I mean? And it'll be amazing. God love us. He really does love us. But we can't judge one another or anyone. We have to love our enemies. 
You literally cannot hate anyone. Even those that turn on you, or loved ones, or whomever, you can't hate them. Because if you hate them, you're going to lose. Satan is your daddy. You will have fear. You will lose. And weird things happen in life. A whole lot of stuff is going to happen to you. You're going to have all kinds of issues to deal with. But if you don't get mad, you'll overcome them. But the moment you get mad, you lose. And so the issues, if you deal with them in the right way, you will overcome them if you don't overreact to them at all. You know what I mean? If you don't overreact. You've got to stop overreacting because Satan is going to throw a lot of stuff at you. But stay away from anger. And the first thing he'll tell you, you got to do something. No, you don't. God will take care of it because he understands. Our battle is a spiritual battle. And the men got to wake up because the women need men. They really do. They need men to wake up. They can't find their way if you don't wake up. Unless you're out of their way and they seek God for themselves. But they, the world need men. The light need to come through the mail. But men are more afraid than the women. I'm like, what the? Even in my fallen state, I wasn't that afraid. I was afraid of women a little bit because it was the mama spirit, but I wasn't that afraid. But men today are that afraid. They're like afraid of everything. I never thought I would see a society where the husbands are afraid of the wives. The husband will let the mama beat up on the kids and won't say anything. Or yell at the kids and won't say anything. And they'll be like, Daddy, Daddy, help, help. That's your mama. What are you for then? You know what I mean? Daddies, you're supposed to protect your children from the mothers. That's your job. And then you protect the mother from herself. Because she needs you to guide her. She needs... Oh, Lord. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm joking. (laughs) Speaking of Satan. (laughs) No, I'm playing. (laughs) But uh, you're supposed to protect your children because the kids are subject to the mother. And you're supposed to stand between the mother and the kids and protect them from evil. But you know how, and the kids go and tell mama, daddy, mama is mean to me. You know how your mama is. What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> how do I fight this one knowing how bad mama is? You know what I'm saying? But there's an order to life, and that order is God and Christ, Christ and man, man over woman, and woman over children. And it works, and it's amazing. Outside of that order, it's nothing but hell. It's nothing but hell. So I really, really, especially these times, if you ever needed to know the Father, it's now. Because the world is messed up. The government, we have an evil government. Our government is evil. The media is evil. And when I say the government, I'm talking about the Republicans and Democrats. They're all there for themselves and not for the people. And they don't mind lying to you. They just lie to you don't care. For example, I was looking at this uh, story about the 
The Asian, you know how the Asians are supposed to be under attack right now? And they're showing these different videos of Asian people being attacked. And then they were calling it white supremacy. But it's, it's just black folks doing it. <laughs> so I'm looking at the, the news report on it, and they were calling it wh- uh, white supremacy. And I was like, maybe I need my glasses. <laughs> because all the videos show black people doing it. The other day they showed one Mexican beat up an Asian in an Uber car or something like that. So, but 99% of the time, it's black people attacking the Asians. But they're saying that it's the white people. And I'm like, how can they just lie like that and go have lunch? You know what I'm saying? How did that happen to us in the United States of America? And then I noticed, I hope to get this Asian woman on. She was on Tucker Carson's show, and she was calling it out. She like, it's the black people who are doing it. It's not the, it's not the whites. And she, and she made the point that she noticed that black preachers are not speaking up about it. Obama or no one is saying anything about it. The media is not calling it black. And they were saying that. She also said that it's the blacks who committed, committed most of the violent crime, but they won't say. It's like everybody afraid to say the word black. They just won't say black. Isn't that something? So I've been going around all week saying black, 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 black. <laughs> they won't say it. How do we get to that? Where's the love? You're supposed to call it out. So that at least somebody, they, they, these blacks who are doing these things will pause for a moment. Like, what, what am I doing? But if no one's saying anything, it's just encouraging the lawless folks to get worse and not better. We're supposed to love one another and be honest, but don't hate. Absolutely don't hate. That makes sense? Yeah. A lot going to happen when you wake up. Will you really return to the Father? Satan is going to come at you. People that are closer to you are going to turn on you. But don't hate, and you'll be fine. Yes, ma'am. Uh, well, when I was at, like, City Hall last week, um, some of us were calling it out, and there was this uh, black BLM member, and he was like, oh, I am BLM, and he was, like, spouting off at the mouth. And we are like, yeah, and you are also, like, they also said that they wanted violence and whatever, and because we, we had... Uh, touched on the stop the Asian hate, you know, like stop all hate, but like you're out here like promoting violence and whatever. So how do you suggest um, to posit that to someone? Because, I mean, a lot of the times with them, they just like can't be spoken to, especially like, for example, like when I try to speak to them, uh, they just call me a Nazi, white supremacist, even though I'm darker than some of them. Yeah. And uh, then they go off on a whole bunch of other stuff that doesn't matter. Number one, stay calm. Don't overreact to them. Do not give in to anger and speak the truth. Oh, I do. I, then one, I call names, but it's fine. Because someone in their group may hear, maybe there are like 10 of them, one may hear what you have to say and it'll wake them up. But if you overreact to them, if you're afraid, then uh, they'll just judge you as being evil or something. And not. But stay calm. Yeah. And but just tell them the truth. And it pisses them off even more. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. But, but don't do it to make them angry. You're doing it to point the way to what is right. Yeah. Because that's what the enemies want. They want us fighting with one another. They want a race war. And while they're sitting there in their 
big homes with, you know, police protection and security guards everywhere and loaded, you know, armed protection. And they want us fighting. And it's so dumb that we the people are fighting one another when we all in the same jar together. Right. And they're making us fight one another. This whole idea about racism and white supremacy, it's not true. It's just made up stuff. And it got the people on the totem pole fighting while they're taking our money, our rights away from us. And we were just fighting one another. It doesn't even make sense. And it made that, like, that guy was just, like, literally saying racist stuff. And he was like, all I care, what I care about is this. And he was, like, pointing at his hand. I'm like, you, you care about your hands? What are you talking about? And he was like, no, because I'm black or whatever. And then he was like, one of my friends had a sign that said, uh, freedom, justice, and liberty. And then he was like, well, it should, say, it should say black above that. And then someone was like, and then he was like, oh, add in brown. I was like, uh, you're leaving out some other colors, so... <laughs> Yeah. Why are you being so racist? Like, yeah, there was a, uh, a a white woman that worked with the New York Times or somewhere. I forgot which company, and she put out a tweet that she had a baby. This happened the other day, I guess. And she said, "Oh, it's so nice to have a baby after twenty-five or something like that." They got mad at her for saying that. The enemies are going after her. Oh, you're white. You have white privilege. That's why you can say that. That doesn't even make sense, right? We're just sensing that. But you can attack white people now. You can outwardly attack them, and they'll put all the people of color in the same basket and pretend that all the colored people are together. This is pure evil. Yeah. It's really evil, and y'all need to wake up. Yes, sir? Uh, You've said before that more Christians should get involved in politics, right? Yes. Even at the lo- you know, starting at the local level, you know, right? Anywhere, any school boards and oh. and whatever they have, yeah. police departments and things like that. But I've always known, and it's always been said that the United States, in the United States, uh, there's separation of church and state. That but from, that's a lie, from, though. From what I from what I know, from what I understand, that what that means is that religion shouldn't dictate the, pol- the politics or something. I don't know. Separation, not, you know. Religion should dictate the politics. Because if you don't, you're going to have a lawless country like what we have now. And look at the people that are running our government today. They're no good at all. Yeah. They're little weasel people telling us what to do. And then they tell us, oh, you need to put, you can take your mask off now. But if you ever had the whole shot thing, the flu shot or whatever you call it, they go, eventually they'll tell you you can't travel and stuff like that. They like set it up where you can fall into a trap. That's why we got to vote them out and get people in that's going to stand up for what is right. But men got to get involved too because we can't be electing all these women. What the? It's not in her nature to lead. But it's just um, not a part of it. If they could do it, they would do it, it seems, but it's not in the nature to do it. But uh, you said Christians, but most Christians in this country uh, are part of some kind of denomination, you know, be it Protestant or Catholic or even non-denominational. But most of those religious organizations have their own uh, doctrine, their own uh, way of worshiping, their own way of interpreting. Right. So if, when you say Christians in, polit- in politics, I mean, isn't that going to create, like, conflict between the... I mean, because, you know, Catholics don't get along with Protestants, or so Protestants criticize the Catholics, and then... I mean, how are they going to work in unity? If 
they're not united within the their own organizations. You know what I'm. I'm that's a good question, yeah. but I don't, you know, we've always, when I was growing up, the Christians ran government for the most part. And so they didn't put up, the voters didn't put up with a lot of things, and the Christians knew it, so they did, they worked for the people and not against the people. But in the South, most people were Baptists, right? Or Yeah. So I guess I know, most yeah. people in the town because were Because when I grew up, I didn't even know, I didn't know there was such thing called Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> I never heard of it before yeah. until I moved out here. So it was mostly Baptists. That I'm aware of. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to say that, you know. Yeah. The- there will be a, a, a fight, but it wouldn't be like a world the way they're fighting now. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't have any God in their life. So, what well, Satan is their God. And so, it would be a little different than what's happening right now. I don't think it would be as bad. There would be a more standard that they would agree on, like abortion and all that kind of stuff. So, um, we got to start standing up. I've said this before. We got to bring back Christianity. We got to bring back love. I interviewed uh, a couple of brand new episodes on the Father State this week, and I had a professor on from Loyola University, black guy. And at the end of the, uh, the interview, he said, Man, how are you able to say all that? Somebody's going to kill you. Aren't you afraid someone's going to kill you? I'm like, they're going to kill me for telling the truth, then I just have to die. Because I am, to, I am committed to standing up for, the, for God, for the family, for the country. And I'd rather die fighting for it than to live as a coward. Who want to live as a coward? That doesn't sound like much fun to me, to have fear. And if we are of God, we should not have fear. He would take that away from you. Have you got over the fear of your wife? I remember you said, told her you were scared of her at one time. Are you able to deal with her now? What it was, uh, Jesse, that, that fear was because I knew how, how I was in the fallen state. So I was always angry and, and I would want to leash out. Right. But because God has delivered me to think rational, that, that fear is gone. Because the only oh, one that yeah. I fear is I fear God. So does she know you don't fear her anymore? Yes. And when she met with your kids, you tell her how the cow ate the cabbage. No, no I haven't got uh, that, that one yet. I haven't got, <laughs> I, I, I haven't got that point, uh, to that point yet. So Why not? I don't know. So you are afraid of her? No, definitely not. No, no. But now because I, I overcame. How many kids, you have, children you have? Uh, I have two children. So when she attacked your children, do you correct her in front of the children? Well, in the correction, it'll be that I'm going to think logic and I'm not going to. Before, when I was in a fallen state, cor- correcting would be like shouting and yelling and, and you know, the, right. the matismo of being in my, my Hispanic blood would just boil and I want to, you know, lash out. But now it's more like, you know, because I overcame, you know, I got to think rational to. So just, when she attacked your children now, you correct her? I need to. I need to. But you don't? Her. Well, it, 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 all de- it all depends on the situation and, and the time. There's no situation where you shouldn't correct her with you. No, I, I need to. I just tell her to, to uh, bring it down a notch. Bring Uh-oh. it down a notch. No, bring I tell her, get off. Why not, what are you afraid of now about protecting your children from her? Um, that the old man might come back. What old man? The temperament. Oh, you think you may become a woman again? No, no. <laughs> what do you mean the temperament? 
Well, Once you're born of the Father, it can't come back. Okay. So okay. what are you afraid of coming back? Well, no, I'm not, af- I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. But why are you afraid of your wife? I'm not afraid of her. She's saying, yes, you are. I'm not afraid. <laughs> really? If you're afraid to correct her when she's bothering your children, you're still afraid. Did you know he was afraid of you? Now, you guys are sweet preachers. Y'all got to be honest. Uh, I just I just want to let you know, Jesse, I'm thankful for you. We had a breakthrough in our marriage because of you, and we got to the root of the anger. I, now I realize what it was about, and it was, <clears throat> I was, I was actually fighting with another woman, two women trying to take, you know, the, the position in the home, oh, then we're going to oh, fight. Oh, you call your husband a woman? Well, we, well, that's how we got to the root of it, and yeah. we, we realized that he had right. to overcome Any that mother's Any man that has anger is a woman, that's for sure. That's right. How many men have anger? <laughs> Only one woman honest enough. <clears throat> yeah. So you're right. Any male that has anger. So it was like a lesbian couple. That's right. And what is it? And so how is it now? Uh, we're, we're, we're working through it. And I, 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 be, I think for me, I'm not a weaker vessel. Well, I am the, in the, the role for me is I'm not like uh, in, my, in my feelings and emotions where I'm going to be crying because he said something to me or, or I'm not getting attention or whatever I think I need. I don't need that anymore. Right. Do you obey him? I do. I do obey him. My, my and husband. so he doesn't correct you when you treat the kids in the wrong way? Mm. Oh, your daughter's um, saying no, he doesn't. I got all these good I witnesses, guess, um, right? <laughs> I guess we kind of, right now we, we're at the stage. Whenever they go, uh, mm. <laughs> that means no, he doesn't. As, as parents, we, we kind like of compliment each other. Knowing when you... Or treat the kids wrong. He doesn't say anything. What does that feel like for you? Well, because he okay. I'll tell you the truth. He's still working on you know becoming taking on his role as a leader and the head and you know rational and all this good stuff you know for a husband and in in, a, in the home. Um, when I was trying to get at was he he cannot take it. He he's not in the position where he's he would rather get the police involved. Just put it that way. Then to deal with you. Yeah, what? or the no. family issue, whatever's going on in the family. Oh, I'll you call rather the have the cops come? Oh yeah, you? oh yeah. And take me away. Anybody got a joint? <laughs> I didn't know it was gonna be this. That's way this realistic. Morning. I'm being realistic with you. I'm not. What is that like? Knowing that he would rather call the cops well, than we, to deal with you. Then we just we'll just turn it off for now, and we'll just deal with it later. Just, so that I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Because his role is to be there at all times to bring love into the family by correcting you and protecting the children. Because when he corrects you, especially with no anger, it's love. And you, after 50 years, you'll come around. Right. And then he'll die. Yeah. But, but at least the family yeah. will be fine. But I'm thankful for you because I can, I can you know, speak for, you know, for right. myself and not get into all and... Oh, I boohoo me because, you know, he didn't treat me right. I don't need to go there anymore. That's right. I don't. And I'm yeah. thankful for that. Right I appreciate on. that. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So you say he doesn't protect you from your mother? No, he doesn't. Really? <laughs> yeah. What is that like seeing your father be weak like that? Um, like, I know for, for me, yeah, it has affected me because it's been like that my entire life where, like, if I try to 
speaking to my mom about an issue, and he like no matter what he always sides with her, and he he doesn't correct her and put her in her place, which he should. And I did tell him that recently in a recent. Oh, that happened to you. Yeah, I told him you're my father. You're supposed to protect me. Yeah. And he said no. He said I'm siding with my wife. You're not gonna be- come between me and my wife. What? It's God, um, man, wife, and then the children. And that's what he told me. And how did you feel about that? It hurts. It hurt. I bet yeah, it did. I was. Next time he does that, call him a beta. I called. I called him a weak. And oh, good. <laughs> you said, you know what, Dad? You weak. Yeah, what I the? did. I said that. Oh, and, good. And at first... And what did he say about I, that? He didn't say anything. At first, I felt guilty about it because my mom's like, you're not supposed to call him that. Don't call him that. So I just went to my what? room. Yeah. <laughs> you so fight I just went to my yourself? room. Huh? You fighting two parents by yes. yourself? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. But listen, the key is don't get angry. Yeah, I'm trying not Stay to. Stay away from the anger. Speak up. And, and at and, first, sorry. And then know. when, call him a beta. Hey, you a beta daddy. Yeah, and at if first, he doesn't like it, it's the truth. That's on him. At first, I did feel guilty for calling him that because I thought I said it out of anger. No, but, it's fine. Okay. Yeah, call it out. <laughs> because I know a major change in your life. You have totally changed for the yeah. good. And so by speaking up now for yourself and not resenting, you're going to, You'll get better. You'll learn. You'll become the parent, and they'll be the ch- children. And you, you know what I mean? You'll push them around. And, but you'll guide them. Uh, so don't take it personal. You know, they can't help it, right? Yeah. Uh, but don't get angry, but speak up. And you can call them beta. <laughs> and call your mama beta girl. All right? Okay. Just don't get angry. Okay. I'm sorry to hear that they're, that they're not protecting you. Especially the father. I expect the mother to be crazy for another 39 years. Because <laughs> she's starting to wake up. So we got to you know, give her a little time. But don't, it's, it's an opportunity for you to love them. Mm-hmm. Meaning don't hate them. That makes sense? Yeah. And so, but don't feel guilty by saying beta or, or weak. Right. All right? Okay. And there's another name you can call your mother, and I tell you in private. <laughs> it starts with a B. <laughs> now that could be black, that could be British. Beautiful. Well, your mind will tell you all something else, right? Yes, sir. Beautiful, Jesse. Beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I just be beautiful. It's like you're really beautiful. No. I just have one one. Um, question though yeah because when they're like when they're going at it when they're when they're arguing about just any little thing or whatever i try not to get involved because i i just don't want my anger to to come back to get loud because there should always be when we're serving the lord there should always be a peace in the house but so you haven't overcome your mother i've overcame my mom what makes you think anger will come back once it's taken away from you it cannot it's a spirit and it cannot come back because now you're with the Father and love conquers all. Once you're born again of the Father, you can't be unborn. Okay. What makes you think it will come back? Because you know how the enemy there, it's always, you know, like when you want to do right, you want to live right for the Lord, 
you know, the, the enemy is always going to come and attack you. It's not. I know, you know but you're protected once you truly overcome your mother and you're of the father. It can't come back. You're protected from evil with love by God. It's not even in your nature anymore. So it cannot come back. But there's, if you let people come into your home too, sometimes those people, you don't know what, what they're about or whatever. They bring spirits into the home too, and that's how it, you know. So what kind of people? I mean, just relatives or just people that are not safe. Well, put them out. If, you, if somebody comes to visit and you sense that something's wrong and they don't want to overcome it, tell them you all got to go. Okay. I mean, but if you can't deal with your wife, you're not going to be able to deal with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So how did you feel when your daughter said you were weak? You said weak, right? When she called you weak, how did you feel about that? I mean, it, it just, it went over my head. I mean, I just wasn't going to, you know, like. It went over your head. It went over my head because I wasn't going to, like, argue with my daughter because I, I know she was going through some things. Was she right was when she called things. you weak? Uh, she wasn't angry. It was more upset. Was she right, though, when she called you weak? No, she, she's, she wasn't right because I'm strong. I mean, I'm strong. I'm strong because I'm but you strong because even, you couldn't stop the mother from attacking her. Well, that was, they were arguing. My, my wife was trying to discipline her. You know, whatever but your they, wife they is not supposed to discipline her. Okay. So I think we need another, another session of, of more counseling. <laughs> counseling 101 with Jesse, but it did help. <laughs> Oh, I mean, my. it doesn't happen overnight, Jesse. I mean, I mean, it, it what just, doesn't it, happen it, overnight? Like to like um, overcome it. To, it to, I mean, it, it, like we, well, we what happens is if you wake up just like that. If you're seeking the Father in the right way, right? Yes. You wake up like that, and then His Spirit starts to take away all the junk that we got into when we were all in a fallen state. We were all, you know, thinking about that sin and stuff, all that stuff we got into. He would clean that up. But in the meantime, life is still happening. And you're seeing how to deal with people, places, and things. And, and so your wife is giving you an opportunity now to, to grow in love by being honest with her and correcting her and not being afraid of losing her or how she's going to react or what she's going to say because you're supposed to be of God now, a perfect love. And so even if she starts screaming, it wouldn't bother you at all because you're not angry at her. You're just telling her the truth. That makes sense. Amazing. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Are you doing the silent prayer? Y- yes. Yes, well, I am. Well, stay with it. You still do your hoop and hollering prayer too, right? Um. Yeah. Sometimes I get a little crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I get a little crazy. Well, do I... your little hoop and holler, and then be still and know God, and He'll guide you. No, I start with. I always start with the meditation of the silent prayer, and I always, you know, like if yeah. someone asks me to pray for them and stuff, I, I go with the silent prayer at night, you know, and I. Yeah. I I don't doubt every thought. I don't take anything, any negative thoughts captive, but I put, you know, I put the Lord first in, you know, on my mind. And uh, anything that's negative, bad, I I clear it out. Yeah. I clear it out. Amazing. Um, Okay. But you need to help. You understand now he can't help it, right? Yeah, I understand. And that's why I don't hate them. Because I know God is going to reveal it to them on their own time. Yeah. But situations like this are benefiting me because I'm learning how to handle it too. Because before, I would go crazy and cry and yell and, and just like stay in my room and be locked up. But yeah. now, I, I don't overreact. Nice. Like once it happened, okay, it's over. 
like it's behind me, you know? That's right. So, yeah. Good. The key is not to overreact to anything or anyone. If you don't overreact, you will overcome. But if you overreact, you get angry, it's going to overtake you. Mm -hmm. It'll make you weak. It'll destroy you. Good. What? Did you have your hand? No? Oh, okay. Mark, do you ever have to, Mark is married. Do you ever have to correct your wife? Yeah. And is it hard to do it? No. And, and why not? Just for his sake. Um, Speaking to the mic for me. It would be a disservice to her not to do it. And it would uh, make her crazy in the sense that I feel that my wife is a pretty peaceful lady, you know? Lady. She's like, she's young. <laughs> you what? She's, I was just saying it, it felt weird calling her a lady. But you felt um, weird calling your wife a lady? Yeah, I just said she's a peaceful lady. And just that choice of words was What's kind of funny word? to me. I guess it's fine. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but what um, the? I, I tell her that her? sometimes is when we're... a man? No, she's not a man. I tell her that sometimes when we're talking about, you know, so-and-so, I'd be like, hey, believe me, you'd be crazy too. You know what I mean? If I didn't do this and she agrees. and yeah. uh, But you're not afraid to correct her at all? No, I feel the, um, the order that you speak of, and I feel whatever you would call it, the tides or the waves of... Uh, Satan trying to change that order. Yeah. I don't allow that. Right on. Cool. And does she accept correction good? Well, does she listen? Yeah, to she's, I mean, totally on board. We, we agree. You're, you're on nice. TV all day long. And no wonder the baby is so peaceful. Yeah, even the baby's calm, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Baby's in order. Yeah, amazing. Good, man. What's needed, man, you got to lead. And if you have fear, you're not going to be able to lead. All right? Really. And it'll, it'll happen naturally. And then the women will come around and they will love being a woman. They, they will love that position. Once they overcome that anger, they're not going to be in competition with you at all. And they're going to be grateful that you stood and brought them to order. They really will. Um, let me take this young man first and then you. Yes, sir. Um, I, I think I know what he's talking about with the, the fear, but I, there's a point where where the fear you tell the, like, you trust God so much that that fear kind of goes away of, like, oh, I'm, am I going to get angry again? Because um, I've been in a, in a situation where I was thinking, you know, I had to check some guy, and I kind of was yelling at him. But then, like, your brain quickly says, like, okay, that you, you're done, and then calm down, you know? Yeah. And then you kind of, it's like you snap out of what you used to do before. You snap out of it really fast. So, so you get angry sometimes in situations? Not, not, not really anymore. I just, it's more of like before how I did something, like I had to yell at some guy to calm down because he was losing, he was losing it. And do you get angry elbow now? I don't, I don't know if it was angry. It was, it was more of like, and I even, I explained, I said, Hey man, I have to yell at you because you obviously didn't hear me because I was so talking. Do you ever get angry in any situations now? No, no, I don't really get angry. I don't really get angry. You're not saying no or yes. Let me say no. What? Is that better? What? No. Is that better? How come your wife doing this? I'm not doing that. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I think I, when he said that, I was like, oh, I, I remember being in that mindset, but I, I got out of that mindset. Right. So I'm just telling him, like, you can get out of that mindset. It's easy. You just trust God. Really. Of being afraid of getting angry? 
you have being afraid of getting going to your old self. Uh, that, that, I think that's. What you're I don't quite understand that because once God take when you wake up, He take the spirit of anger away from you, and so it's never it's never thought. I've never in in thirty one years of overcoming. And some people don't believe I don't have anger, but in thirty one years of that being taken away. I don't think that I'm going to get angry in a situation. It just even occurred to me because I don't have it inside of me anymore. And so it's like completely gone. And so I never think in any situation that I'm going to get angry. As a matter of fact, that's why I allow myself to be in situations so that I can see how I'm going to respond to it. Yeah, that, that, but, but there's that. But, you so if I had the up, fear right? that I'm going to get angry, then that means that I'm, I must think that I still have it. Yeah, but there's the there's I don't know if it's pure anger, but it's it there's a there's a thing that is there tell, unpure anger? No, no, no. What I'm saying is there's things that that you're going through that God's taken away from your life, right? right? Yeah, as well, you're, he as take you're waking away the, up, you're, you're he take away the spirit of anger. It's a dark, evil spirit, right? It's yeah, but evil. it manifests itself in different spots of your life. It's not just that one area of like dealing with you know a dog or dealing with a. A monkey, you know, it's just different things. I don't know how to explain it, but I don't understand that at all. So, like, and you may be making sense, but I understand because I, over the last thirty-one years, man, I've been in all kinds of situations. Yeah, I didn't even know they existed. So, like, here's but an I welcome those situations, right? Meaning that I don't run from them. I'm not worried about getting angry. I want to see my relationship with God, and I'm able to see that when I'm going through things because it's never personal, and I don't take it personal. But it's like every different situation that you're in. Like, I never in my life was thinking, like, I'm going to have to yell at an older man. You know what I mean? Um, but when you're in that situation, that's a new situation that you've been in that you were like, oh, wow, I dealt with it different than I did that I think I would have done before. Or, like, if someone calls me, a, a like, if she calls me a, a woman or something, or I'm acting like a woman, then I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? But before, maybe I would be, oh, I, you know, why you calling me that? You know? Has so she it's ever like, told you you act like a woman? Um, yeah. And, and how did you feel? Was it true? Well, I put my hair back and I said, whatever. <laughs> but was it true you were acting like a woman? Uh, I don't think so. I was just like, whatever. I was in my own, like, doing my own thing and she, she misinterpreted, I guess. But Was it true you were acting like a woman? I don't know. You don't know? No, I said no. I no. don't think I was. You don't think you were? No. Why is she laughing so hard? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh um, so there were times when he would act like a woman? Oh. And yeah, there were times where he acted like and a woman. And when you told him that, how did he respond to that? Um, in the times that I called him that, uh, he didn't respond. Like, he didn't like it. He didn't like it? No. And how do you know he didn't like it? Because he said um, he got angry or he, the, the tone of his voice or whatever he was saying to me after that, I felt and I sensed that it was, okay, like really like angry and no, get yeah. out of my face or stuff like that. Like if you're not angry, you don't say get out of my face, you know, right. you deal with it, you know. So that maybe I'm wrong and I'm open to suggestions and I don't know, I'm like open, maybe I'm completely wrong, but I... I realized I shouldn't even call him anything. I'm just, I should just you respect him. You shouldn't say you're acting like a woman? No. Why I Because I, I just need if to respect him. If he's acting like a woman, you should say it. Hey, you're I'm, supposed to be the husband. You're acting like a woman. 
Yeah, but I That's feel like... That's another name I would like to use, but I won't. <laughs> no, but I... So I would be. No, but I feel like sometimes I, my emotions can misinterpret it. And what? My, emotion, my emotional state, because I what? get emotional. When I get emotional, mm-hmm. right, and I tell him that you're acting like a woman, I feel like sometimes that that emotional, that because I'm getting emotional, I'm calling him, oh, you're acting like a woman, and maybe it might be wrong. Even if it's right and he is acting and he's not seeing it, I shouldn't be calling anything. I should be so much giving it to God that I'm like, you know what? Like, yeah, I'm going to get out of your face and you're going to deal with it. So even if you're right that he's acting like a woman, you shouldn't see it, you say? Yeah, I should just refrain because sh- it, it's better. I think I don't oh. have any say. Like a woman, I, I'm emotional too. But so that I, might wake him up if you say it, but don't be angry. I, I don't know. Even if you're angry, you still should say it. And that's if what he I'm is saying. acting that way, he may see himself and overcome it. That, but that's what I'm saying. I don't know if I should say when I'm emotional because I get, when I'm about to get my period, I get say, emotional. So I'm not, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not. that at home? Yeah. <laughs> what the? Sorry. Some things you don't have to say. <laughs> what the? But, what kind of church is this? <laughs> but what I'm saying is, for me, it's better. It hasn't happened in a long, like, in a while. Right. I, I haven't had to tell him because he's been really, like, solid. And that has helped me a lot right. to the point that I don't even get like that with you him. Know, when the husband is, is with the father, the wife would become that way, too. Yeah, yeah. and I, I see it even, yeah, even in my emotional states, it helps me. But and you're before, supposed to be able to go to him with your issues instead of anyone else, right? Yes. And he's supposed to love what's right and show you how to overcome him. But that's what I was thinking. It was interesting what you were saying because you were saying you shouldn't even be afraid of getting mad because if you're already afraid of getting mad, you're already going to, not going to be strong enough to deal with situations yeah. and you're, you're going to go afraid of getting away. mad is because you know you have anger. Yeah. Because if you don't have anger, there's nothing to make you afraid of being, I'm not afraid of being angry. And I know what it's like to be angry, right? And I'm not afraid of being angry because it's just not in me to be angry. Yeah, but I it's think what, there. what, what, what it said, you must be born again, right? Yeah. So once you're born, because in that father's state, the reason we're all in the father's state because Satan is our daddy. We were born of the mother. Satan is our daddy. And so we've got to be angry. We've got to have fear. We've got to do weird stuff. We've got to overreact. We've got to do all that, right? But when we go and forgive because we realize we're wrong for hating and we go forgive our mothers and our fathers, then we return to the father. We were born of the father. And so now you have his nature and there's no anger in his nature. There's discernment, but no anger. No anger. It's not in your nature. It's not even there. What does born again mean? It means that you're born of something new. Old ways and old habits have passed away, and you're now a brand new person. You're back to yourself again. So it's not in you. So why would you think, oh, I might get angry? And that's not going to happen. But I think that's like also like maybe Satan telling you that because I feel like sometimes we believe into this notion of oh we have this pattern we've been doing all our lives we have this thing we've been doing and we have been doing all our lives and it's going to take so much time to get rid of it you know because we've been doing it like I don't know 20 years we've been acting this way towards this type of situation and so Satan is telling, that so you're Satan still is telling you that like way? oh you're still my act this way so you need to like be careful at least to me 
that's, that's why you I, let things happen. Meaning that if you're in a situation, it's okay to be in that situation so you can see your relationship with God. And you see, you see, wow, I didn't overreact to that. That's so weird. I normally would overreact to that situation. I normally would be afraid. But you notice that you're changing. So you have to allow yourself to But that's to go what I that. think he was saying because I've, I've seen him doing that where he thinks, wow, like I, I would have acted like this with this type of situation, but uh. I didn't. Like, like the last time we had like an argument, he was like solid and he, and we, he was like, after we got out of the argument, he was like, that's crazy because when you do the silent prayer and you really try to like calm yourself down. Chris Gitter. <laughs> Remember how we're going to treat people when the phone goes off? <laughs> Her phone went off. That was Mary. <laughs> but, yeah, I think that's what he was trying to say. Like, he's seeing now how oh, he now could have... Get... for him, Mama? No, I'm just saying what I understand what, for what he was saying, because we already talked about it. Oh, and, and... he can't explain it. No, I'm saying because you didn't you didn't understood. So I'm saying this is what I got from what he's saying. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so, and I and I I completely agree with that because I've been in those situations where I'm like, oh wow, I was getting into that point, and then I check myself and I calm myself down, and I was completely different. And it was like there in my mind for like maybe ten minutes, and then it was like it was erased from oh, my mind. Okay. So that's why I think. I remember when I first started out. I, used to, I did a lot of appearance on Fox News and CNN and all those things with all these educated people. Then I come to you, Mark, and then here. With all these people with degrees, doctors and psychologists and stuff. And I would love to be in those debates, right? And that was like worldwide TV stuff, so everybody was looking. But I was glad to be in those positions so I could see my relationship with God. And so when they tried to embarrass me or they say stupid stuff, it was just funny to me. Because they look stupid, right? But I was noticing that I was noticing that. Wow, it didn't it didn't bother me. I don't care. I just want to get the truth out there. I want people to wake up, and so that's what's going to happen when you're truly born again of God. He's going to take the spirit of anger away from you. It won't be in you. It will not be there. And then when you take it away, you are okay with situation. You don't know in advance how you're going to deal with the situation. But you don't run from the situation. You know what I'm saying? And you go through it so you can see your relationship with God. And you will see that, oh, I'm no longer weak to that. I'm no longer mad about it. It will change, I'm telling you. And you'll grow and it'll be amazing. Absolutely amazing. So don't run from situation. Don't try to create a situation either. But don't run from it. And you'll see your relationship with God. In, in the marriage, in a friendship, or whatever type of ship. All right? Uh, yes, Mark. Uh, what it sounds like to me when men say they're afraid to get angry is that they have a, like what James would call a female mindset in that they see the world in mean and nice. Those are the two things. Be nice, you know. And uh, Satan tells you to be nice because that's, that's right. But I think when you um, let go of that, you see things in right and wrong. Yeah. And you don't Absolutely. care if people see you as nice. That's you, right. You don't care if, if people like you. That's right. And um, You see that it's evil. It's good versus evil. It's not about being nice. There is no niceness. It's either right or wrong, good or evil. And you see that and you deal with it. Absolutely. 
you're not afraid to speak up and deal with it because you see that you're dealing with evil and greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. God is with us and good can conquer evil if you are of love. And whether we know it or not, evil is in the earth. It's everywhere. It's really everywhere. And especially now, especially since so many people have been corrupted and made to get high and on dope and all kinds of stuff. Having sex out of wedlock, all kinds of crazy stuff, right? So evil has dumbed down the people and now evil is taking over and the people who have been corrupt are afraid to speak up. And when they do, they do it in the wrong way. They do it absolutely in the wrong way. But uh, So you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Let me take this young lady and then I'll come back to you. Yes. Um, so um, the times that we're living right now, there's, there's, um, there, people are using fear, the fear factor, right? Yeah. So I just wanted to let you know that um, some people, they might, they might attack you personally just to get a reaction from you. They're going to they go attack you. Yeah. They'll call you all kind of names to see how you overreact So I'm seeing them. that now. Like, I have good hearing, Jesse. I could hear very well. I hear, I, I love to talk and communicate and just, Most I, my do. hearing is good. <laughs> no, the thing, this is with another, this is a confrontation with women in the workplace. Yeah, they love to talk. So I had a, conf- <laughs> I had a confrontation with women in the workplace, even with, and I just wanted to let you know that when, um, they attack you personally with words and they say things and obviously you're going to might, your voice might raise, rise a little. Not that you come from an anger spirit, but you see where they're coming from because that, that's, they're controlling. Oh, you, you're raising your voice. Oh, you're yeah, angry. Oh, right. so they start coming, these darts that are trying to attack you. But wait a minute. I'm not angry. And I don't try to prove to them that you're not angry. Okay. You could raise your voice. You could go off. And not be angry. They're going to say, see, you're angry. You're raise your voice. That's not true. And don't try to prove to them that it's not true. Because they'll pretend that they don't believe it. Or, or you know how, you, you know how when a man try to convince his wife that he didn't do it? <laughs> she, she's like, I don't believe that. But I didn't do it. I was, I was at the coffee shop. I don't believe that. <laughs> Until she start crying. Okay, I believe it. Or whatever, right? Uh, don't ever try to prove anything to anyone. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you like, definitely can raise your voice. So in, okay, good. Because I'm glad that you said that. But not that um, it could have been the coffee kicking and the caffeine it might make you, you know, talk louder. <laughs> or maybe, you know, make you vulnerable to something. But the, the thing is, they come with a controlling spirit and they think, well, you don't have a say so. And when you do, because you have something to say, oh, you're disagreeing with me. I never said that. So they're putting words in. Yeah. So it's not going to go anywhere when you have that spirit of control in, in that other person. Yeah. And then at towards the end of the meeting, because I had a, a meeting, and she's like, oh, have a nice weekend. I'm like, what that? What That's contradicting to the way you're talking to me. And then now uh, you want me to have a phony. Yeah, so Next I just hung I up. Give him the finger. But the thing is, th- this is how, you know, and if and even if I like, love yeah. life being free, I'm telling you, I have no idea. Being free, that's I the love thing. life. You, you know, you, you want to speak up and it's like it's wrong to do that. So that's when they they're they're like, oh, no, you can't push your what you want. But so that's not a two way conversation. So you got to realize that. And you just like then that's there's why nothing, you stay present rather than going into your head. So when you're dealing with people, stay present rather than escaping into your head, because if not, 
you'll do it wrong. You'll overreact. All right, just stay present. Just stay present. Is there anything else on your mind? Um, not right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Are you doing the silent prayer? Yeah, I yeah. am. Yes, you need it. Stay with it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm doing it consistently for sure. And Even things are going to get better and better and better for you. And no matter how bad it gets, stay with the prayer because God is with you. That's why he said pray without ceasing. Okay. All right. Uh, let me just ask Mohammed this and then I'll come in. <laughs> Hassan, oh, same thing. <laughs> Hassan, what do you think about all this? It's amazing. About not having the spirit of anger speaking up for yourself and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, uh, since coming here, I think I've definitely evolved and learned a lot. Is life better for you now? That you're able to speak up and not be afraid and and whatever? Yeah, I think I always spoke up. Probably too much. But uh, it was probably in the spirit of my mother. Yeah. So I understand. It probably was angry. Yeah. You went to your mother and forgave her? Yes. And how did that go? It was interesting. In what way? Did your mother see that interview you did with me? Yes. What did she say? She disowned you? No, it was also interesting. Uh, no, she... She understood, I think, uh, that her kind of turning me away from my father at times or me taking on her anger and hatred towards him yeah. specifically. Yeah. Um, like, I'm grown and I still hear her talk about him in that way. So, uh, yeah. And then listening to you, it helped me understand that whole dynamic yeah. and understand that... Uh, I also forgave my father for yeah. not being there to protect me from her anger and hatred. Yeah. And for kind of being a beta. You know, because I think he, I think my mom is his mom. Yeah, absolutely. And, you end um, up marrying a person that you hate. Yeah. And I think probably because his father got killed when he was like seven, you know, the whole story of the yeah. Saddam Hussein story. Um, I think, yeah, I think he he took on his mother's spirit and from there and then, yeah, married my, you know. So how did she react when you went to her and said, hey, I'm sorry for hating you for... Well, she was like, I don't forgive you. (laughs) That's what she said? Yeah. Did she say, I haven't done anything for you to forgive me for? Yeah, that's true. Um, I was like, that's not very Jesus junkie of you. Uh, but yeah, because uh, she's writing a book called Jesus Junkie. Your, Big talk. Your yeah. mother writing a book? Yeah. Called Jesus Junkie? But it's really a... She's writing about herself? No, she's writing... She's really writing... <laughs> that's right. No, she's writing about... Um, you know, I always said that if Jesus had a sister named Jane, a lot more people probably would become Christian. But um, yeah, the... the, the <laughs> uh, no, but it's really about my dad. So it's really like an anti-Islam Muslim book. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Nice. Um, yes, ma'am. And then I'll come over here. I saw some hands over here. Yes. 
Um, just uh, with the whole name calling thing, um, I wanted to say I feel like when a person, like when I'm emotional, right? Sometimes I can misinterpretate a situation and name calling and name calling because I'm emotional, and that's where I don't want to get. That's why I restrain myself a lot of the times to say that because I don't want to get in this habit where I'm like name calling, name calling. Even so if he's right. Are you saying you don't want to tell him he's a beta when he's angry? When he's not. When I'm angry and I'm projecting. Oh, you don't want to tell him that about himself when you're angry. When I'm angry and I'm like, it might not be that he's do, doing anything wrong. It like he's just, just he's just, oh, I got you. he's just not nice. And because he's not nice, like how. He's not nice? Yeah, like nice. He's like is, is raising he nice his voice. No, no, I'm not saying he's nice. He sometimes. should never be nice. I'm saying. Uh, sometimes when he raises his voice and he's correcting me, right, and I'm emotional, and I can get it because I've seen it. I, I don't do it anymore because now I see myself. Right. And when he corrects me and he's raising his voice, I'm like, oh, okay, I can catch myself now and not name call it or misinterpret the situation and think he's mad, he's mad when he's not. Oh, because you're not emotional. Exactly. Oh, okay. So that's what I'm saying. And even if I'm emotional, I'm like, I'm, I'm just not going to say anything because I might is not be gonna right. Is he going to yell at you after this meeting is over today? Uh, no. <laughs> that's why you try to clear it up now? She cleared this up because the ride no, home no, is not No, no, I didn't clear fun. it up because of, I cleared it up because of what Mark says, because of what Mark said about being nice yeah. and being strong. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Oh, okay. And sometimes you hear people telling you things in a strong way, and you think, oh, they're mad, but it's actually they're just correcting you. And okay. that's what you call them, oh, you're mad, or you're a beta, or something, but it's not right. It's not true, just because you're emotional about them raising their right. voice. You know? You're being emotional, yeah. Yes, right. so that's why. Okay. I saw hands over here somewhere, right here. So, uh, so, uh I, I think... Uh, Commenting on on that anger uh, that I heard. Well, I mean, for me personally, um, like for example, uh, uh, my phone got stolen recently. Your phone? My phone got stolen uh, by a bunch of Mexicans. And uh, and um, Mexicans love to steal. Yeah, exactly. They love to steal those <laughs> dirty. No, I'm just joking. No, but uh, um, no, because I I saw them coming right. And uh, I put my phone down, and then, and then in my mind, in my mind, they look like typical uh, gangster Mexicans. And I'm like, no, I'm not gonna judge them. They're like, they're like normal people, whatever. But then, but then when they were done with me, and I looked down to look to look for my phone, I'm like, oh my god, I, I knew it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because. And I'm like, oh, the, the the stereotypes are real. The stereotypes are real. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I saw them, I saw them coming, but in my head, in in my mind, I'm like, nope, I'm not gonna judge them. They're they're just like normal human beings. And then when they were done, they took my phone. I mean, when yeah, but, but, have, but, uh, but uh, next uh, time, hide your phone when you see them coming. Yes, they I will. will take it. But 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 uh, but um, uh, what I what I really wanted to say is that. That anger, that anger, when yeah. I realized that my phone was gone, like, I saw it coming. Like, I saw it coming. And uh, and I said, no, no, no. But it kind of, like, seduced me. Because, uh, 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 
before before they got they approached me in my mind I I was already saying stuff like oh you know they look like one of those cholo Mexicans bato loco forever or, you know you know and 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 I was like no 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 but I I saw it coming and when it happened uh it already kind of like it was trying to like see see I I I told you I told you, uh, and then I, I, I sort of, uh, that spirit of anger seduced me, and I gave in. Yeah, well, next and, time, if it should happen, just relax, let it pass, and you'll be fine. Uh-huh, and uh, I also, I also wanted to, um, to, uh, I wanted to ask uh, something uh, a little bit different, but, um, okay. so, uh, um, so in, uh, in, uh, when when people give you something, say a, a donation, uh, uh, are you supposed to uh, accept <laughs> accept it or or or? Um, if someone give you something, should you accept it? Yeah, yeah. As long as they don't make you feel obligated to them for it, and hmm? and they're not expecting anything from you, it's fine. Oh, because uh, let's say that. Uh-huh. Somebody need a ride somewhere. They don't have a car, mm-hmm. and and you don't feel like driving them. You already know they want you to take them, and they say, "Oh, I'll give you ten dollars." Uh, you look hungry, and they give you ten dollars, right? Mm-hmm. And then once they give you ten dollars, then they say, "Oh, will you drive me to Mexico?" And you're gonna say, "No, no. I didn't promise." It's like what mothers do with their children. When the kids grow up and they want to leave and go be free, and she is like, I took care of you. I'm the one. It wasn't your daddy. I'm the one that washed your diapers and all that crap, right? And she makes you feel like you owe her something, Mm -hmm. but you don't owe her anything. You didn't tell her to have you. You didn't tell her to wash your diapers. It was her job to do that. And so when that feeling comes, let it pass. Never feel obligated to anyone. And so if they try to make you feel that way, just say, no, I don't feel that way. Or give it, give the money back to them, to them, because they had a hidden agenda. Ooh, uh, a lot of mothers will move into their children's mm-hmm. home, and if you don't want them to move in, they would be like, oh, I have cancer, I'm dying. Uh, I need somebody to take care of me. I got sick and cell. You have this five-bedroom home. I want to come live with you. No. Mm-hmm. Go to an old folks' home. Find yourself another husband or something. You ain't living with me. You only do that if you want to. Never do anything out of guilt. Because they will control you if they make you feel guilty with it. But if you have perfect love and you want to do something, you'll do it, but you, won't, you can do it or not, right? Mm-hmm. It's a difference. That's why you got to overcome evil. Because you will be controlled if you have evil. All people who are angry are being controlled one way or another. All people who are angry. That's why you must overcome anger. You cannot be controlled if you have anger. So don't feel guilty about it. Uh, because uh, in, in this particular situation, uh, uh, my friend uh, offered me, or he, he said, hey, I have a gift for you. And so... Uh, he just pulled out his wallet and uh, he offered three hundred dollars, <laughs> and uh, and um, I said, "Ah, oh, no, put that away." 
because it was a cinco, uh, like a like a cinco de mayo thing, and he wanted to ce to go celebrate with me. Uh, but um, and he said, "Oh, I have a surprise for you," uh, because I didn't wanna I didn't wanna go hang out with him because. I pay I pay rent like the next day. Yeah. And so I much prefer to uh to work rather than to go to a party cuz I and I didn't know he was going to offer me the money. Right. And so, and so uh, he offered you the money to try to seduce you to go work go to Cinco de Mayo with yes, him. Yes. Oh. Uh, and did I mean, you that, say no? The, yeah, that's how that's how it felt like to me. Yeah. It, it felt like because as soon as I saw the money, uh, I said he's trying to persuade me right. to go and and hang out with him. So did you take the money? No, no, okay. I, no. I I told him. You, first of all, it's insane, <laughs> dude. What? I mean, I I saw I saw. I look. He he's a he's a decent guy. I I saw his intentions that he wanted to help me. Yeah. Because of my uh, situation, I sold candies. Because I'm a Mexican, and so uh, and so uh, uh, he wanted to offer uh, offer me that yeah. he wanted to offer me that what money. <laughs> I gotta move on because yeah, yeah. I'm tired. Yeah. But no, don't let anyone. And if he tried to make once he gave me the three hundred dollars, if you had taken it, mm -hmm. and then he said, "Oh, get, let's go to Cinco tomorrow," right? Mm -hmm. and you're like, "I don't want to. I can't go." Well, I just gave you $300. You give him the money back. Mm -hmm. Okay, fine. I'm not going. Simply that. Or just let him know you can't, you can't control me with $300. Oh, okay. Because, uh, you know, sometimes you, you, you re receive donations and, uh, and. But I, I would never let anyone control me. Okay. Not with anything. Yes, sir. Right here with the black shirt. <clears throat> yes, sir. Oh, um, I guess. <clears throat> you, you were kind of like touching on it earlier about being honest with women. So um, when did it become taboo to talk about how fat women are getting? How fat women what? Are, <laughs> I said how fat women are getting. What did you say? Oh, how fat women are getting? Yeah. When like when, when did it become a taboo thing? Taboo mean you can't talk like, about yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, like you can't talk about it. When the men start being, being weak and let the women take over. Because when I was growing up, if you were fat, you were told to be fat. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Why are you so fat? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Because That's how my family always was. <laughs> if men were not weak, it wouldn't be taboo. Yeah. But it's because men are weak. All right? Okay. Let me take this young man in here. Did I see your hand here somewhere? Okay. Yes. Yeah, I was just uh, going to ask you more about um, why we can't see things that are so obvious. Um, I was talking to my cousin the other day, and I'm sure I have some blind spots too. I'm not judging him, but since uh, watching your videos and stuff, you've made me more aware of things. Yeah. Um, and he's still part of that world where he just doesn't see doesn't see it. And what one of those things is that um, the the homelessness, right? And he lives in an upscale area. Right. He's he's a he's a, he's a nurse. And I was like, God, you know, you know, these liberals, they they uh, they're manipulating us. They're they're telling us that up is down and down is up and all this stuff. And, and he's like and he's a professional and professionals are so brainwashed. And yeah. I went over and he's like, no, there's no problem with the homelessness. A true story. 
he invited me over to his new place, this nice big high rise. There was an encampment in front of his house. Jesse, in front of his house. And this MFR was telling me that I was crazy because I was talking about the homelessness. You know how it's like it's growing crazy? Well, that's what happened when you. I couldn't believe it. But that's what happened when we were spiritually traumatized as little children. That's right. We forget what is right and we remember knowing the truth. And it's easy for people to convince you that right is wrong and wrong is right. Yeah. And that's what's, that's why we were being manipulated today in America because they first, what they did, they, they broke up the family. Right. They right. took God out of the picture. No God he in the He hates his mother, by the way. No God yeah. in government. And then they corrupt the young people and they can make the young people believe anything now. It can be right in front of you. In front of you his house. You can ha- see that it's wrong, but they're made you believe that it's right. And you're excusing, you go along with it and excuse it away because you forgot that you knew the truth. That's why you must return to the Father. And that's just the, that's a true story, Jesse. You no, know, I believe I, I hear from my family member and, and other people too. And I said, and then I said, oh my God, I need to wake up more because I feel like there's more to something that I don't know. If he's a professional right. and he's so blind, it's in front of his face. I have to come back to myself and like, what am I not seeing? Yeah. Well, people with degrees are blind. They are educated out of their mind. They have no common sense. None. That's why we need common sense people to take over the country again. Yes, ma'am. Man, I can't believe the time. I mean, aside from men being weak and not, like, helping women, and, like, that's how there's obesity. But, I mean, there's, like, obese men all over the place as well. So that's the thing. Oh, you see fat men sometimes? Oh, all over the place. What you talking about? Well, no. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm you playing. go outside? Yeah, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> right? Or they're too skinny. You know what I mean? It's like, you got to be healthy. Right. Like, it's a problem, man. Uh, but um. But there are more fat women than men. Yeah, but there's also a lot of super skinny men that are like, they don't they don't look like they're, you know. They try to look like girls. Yeah, or they're, you know, doing weird things at the gym, and it's right. like, you want to, like, look like this but it's like can you use your body in a healthy way anyway but um yeah no it's just like my opinion it goes back to like how we're in a backwards world yeah because it's like down. they're promoting that body positivity yeah. and that's just to destroy it it's like a different kind of evil and it's Absolutely. like it's more than just like you know these women because it's an attack on all fronts it is right it's a total attack on good they want to take your identity away from you so that they can control you. And that's what they so far have done. But thank God people are starting to wake up. Right, they want us to be unhealthy and stupid. Yeah, yeah. but they're starting to wake up. I, yeah. I see it all the time around the world. And the thing about it, it's the same spirit around the world. It's a battle between good and evil. It's not between men and women. It's between good and evil. And evil live through people as good live through people. All right. So you got to take control of your own life. Seek the kingdom of God in his right way and all will be added. It really will. He'll change your life. And God love us in ways that we can't even imagine. But he, you can't experience his love until you commit to your, uh, admit to yourself that you're angry. And then go and forgive because as long as you're playing God, you would never know him. But when you forgive, things will start to change.
It really, I'm a witness to it. It really will. It'll be amazing. But you got to admit that you're wrong for hating. It's wrong for what happened to us, but we're wrong for hating. And that's what keeps us locked in darkness. Let the anger go, really. And when you find yourself in situations and you feel ashamed because someone may be yelling at you or whatever, right? Let that happen to you so you can see yourself. Don't blame the other person for because no one can make you feel something that's not there in, inside of you. So they're bringing that out. So if you somewhere you feel somebody yelling at you or calling your name and you feel embarrassed or, or angry, let that be. And don't say it's your fault that you make me feel this way. It's not their fault. They're giving you the opportunity to see what's inside of you so you can overcome it. That's why it's happening. And I know a lot of men and women, you, you say something to them in front of someone else, they, they don't like it. But they don't realize that's a, a good thing that's happening because you get to know yourself. And the best thing in the world that you can do is to know thyself. Know thyself. Know yourself. It's the beginning of everything. I remember 31 years ago or so, I finally asked God to let me see myself. Because I had been going to church, read the Bible, holding up holy hands. Doing all that, right? But I realized I didn't really know myself. And I read in the Bible, know thyself. And I didn't know it, so I finally asked God to let me see myself. And things started changing. It it really will. Know yourself. Keep your eyes on yourself. And you'll see the world around you. And you'll deal with it properly. And I urge you to get busy. Stay with the silent prayer. Because what the silent prayer does, it slows you down. So God can catch up with you and guide you. And he will cause you to become a man or a woman. Once you're back into your natural role, it's amazing to live that way. You won't be weak. You'll be strong. To overcome anger doesn't mean that you're going to be weak. You're going to have the real natural strength that conquer evil. Meaning in your family, your relationships and everything. Overcoming anger doesn't mean be weak. When he said forgive, he was trying to help you to become strong with the real deal. All right? So let anger go. Don't judge yourself or whatever you're into because you couldn't help it. Your parents caused you to get into it by making you resent them. So don't judge yourself. Don't fight it. Just know it's something you want to overcome, whether you're a pot smoker or whatever it might be. Don't judge it. Then you'll overcome it. But if you hate yourself for being that way, and then you try to overcome it, you're going to only get worse. It's enough to know you want to overcome it. God will cause you to overcome it. All right? Let me. I thought I saw a hand over here, no? Let, let me talk to the rowdy one. <laughs> yes, sir. So are I you was, controlling your girlfriend now? Yes, everything's under control. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are not doing that crazy stuff anymore? No, no, no. And she, she's keeping it. She's keeping it low and quiet. I'm sorry? She's keeping it low and quiet, standing behind me. I'm, I'm dealing with everything. I was yeah. thinking about you this week. She really needs you to guide her, man. I know. And by you allowing that to happen, you allow her to put your life and her life at risk. Yes. Unnecessarily. And there is a time to fight, and there is a time not to. And because you guys are so young, and the Internet is out there now, and people hate people who want to do the right thing, uh, they're going to try to destroy you the rest of your life. 
right? Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're doing a number right now. Um, you know, and it's your fault that it's happening. It's not their yes. fault. No, yes, yes, I, I do know that. But I'm, I'm not going to run. Like you say, no fear. They're not going to push me out of where I live, my state, my city. Are they still trying to put you out? Uh, um, well, the people are, but not, n- not my, not my, the owner of the apartment building. Right, but the neighbors are trying to throw you out of the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, fl- oh, there's flyers all over um, Sunset, Hollywood, who knows where else. You know, I'm not, no, I'm not going to waste my time taking them down. Um, but I, what I wanted but to, it's you guys' fault that that is happening. Yes, yes. It really, it's not their fault. Yes. No, because I know of the that. way you went out of control for ego reason or whatever it was. No, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so accept that, and then God will guide you. Yes. You can't blame them for wanting to throw you out of the neighborhood. No, yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's a growing experience. Um, definitely seeing, uh, it's it's crazy because the uh, the effect is worse than the cause. You know, that's a funny thing. You know, like what we did, um, and the backlash from it is actually way worse. Yeah. Um, than, than even what we even did. It's like that they made it but a big deal. That's what Satan does. When evil you, people. Just to add to it, I know you raise your hand and you want to ask a question or something, but when, when you think you know the truth and you're not living in the presence of God, you go to overreact to something. It's like a Bible thumper person. You're going to be preaching when you don't need to be preaching. And you're turning off, you're setting the situation up. But when you are just quiet and present with the Father, you will see when, where, and how. And it would turn out well for you. It can't go wrong. But if you're on some type of ego trip, just running around trying to prove something, you're setting yourself up to be destroyed. And that's what the enemy wants. So what God does is when you apologize for hating, he takes away the ego. He destroys that spirit of the ego, which is anger, which is the nature of Satan, right? Then you can operate in the right timing. You can do it the right way. Go ahead. Well, I, I just want to say that the uh, the silent prayer, um, it's it's uh, yeah, like you know, you could sit up, you know, go in, you know, your prayer closet, um, you know, figuratively speaking, and um, but I noticed that it's actually a, it's a constant thing, like throughout the day, every day, yep. as whenever you're awake, you know, it's it's a constant thing. You always yep. have to be observing your thoughts, and always be, you know, yeah, always be observing your thoughts and knowing that they're not you. So just want Absolutely. to say that. That's why he said, pray without ceasing. You want to always be aware. You want to always be present. And you will grow into that, you know, if you're serious about it. All right. I want to take right here. Did you have your hand? No? Okay. Right here. Hello. Hi. How are you? Good. How old are you? Ten. Ten. What's your name? Olivia. Olivia. Nice name. Thank you. Any questions about anything? Yes. Um, I have a question. Is it bad to say, oh, my God? No. <laughs> no, I say it all the time. Oh, my God. What a mess. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anger, Olivia? No. Good. Never be angry about anything. You speak up, but don't get angry. and you, You're going to have an amazing life. God is with you, all right? Okay. So speak up, and if somebody don't like it, don't get angry. Because once you get angry, they can control you. Don't let anybody or anything be so important to you that you get angry. How did you find us? Who brought you here today? My mom. Nice. I'm glad you came. Very smart for 10 years old. Thank you. Stay away from anger, all right? Okay. I'm glad you're here. But no, nothing wrong with that. Oh, my God. 
All right, did someone tell you that? No. Oh, good. Do you say that sometimes? Yes. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, my God. No. No, there's nothing wrong with it. Okay. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Last word that I got to give you my brand new biblical question, and I got to run. Can I get an offer? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, let us know what it is, and then. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yes, ma'am. Hi. Okay, so actually, based on what she just asked, um, we had this discussion recently about taking the Lord's name in vain, and if it's wrong to say, oh, my God, and to say Jesus' name as, like, instead of a curse word, right? A cuss word. So I'm still on the fence, but I did see a video of um, a pastor saying that it was like taken out of context that thou shall not take the lord's name in vain that that when you're when you're speaking about something and saying god said or right you're using you're you're using his name to further a cause is more along the lines of taking his name in vain versus saying an example because a christian gotta have a whole lot of sayings right and that doesn't make any sense but it just sounds good give me the example of taking the lord's name in vain if you can. Based on this video or based on what what, what I was always thinking, taught? Yeah. What you've been taught. Like when people are like, Jesus. Like over instead of saying the word shit or something, right? Oh. Because yeah. It's like it well, literally interchangeable. It like that are of Satan, they're supposed to say it that way. Because they hate God. So there so that is taking the Lord that is taking it in vain then and using We're it. We're showing that they hate God. Yeah. Because uh, uh, a born-again person of the Father would not use that. I mean, some Christians do it. Because they're of the Father and the devil. Oh, gosh. Uh, oh, uh, God. Uh, in vain. Huh? <laughs> I said, oh, gosh. No, I know. I'm so, joking. Okay. So, so I do that. Like, so is, oh, my God is okay, though? But yeah. not saying. So that's not using it in, in exchange for. It's so crazy. I don't know what to, how to answer that. Well, I mean, this is a topic of, yeah. Like, I mean, oh, my is, God. Okay. Oh, oh, gosh. Same thing. Okay. How is that in vain? But now someone said the S word and then said. No, they didn't say it at the same time. It's almost oh. like in exchange for. It's like when you would say, oh, shit. Instead, they're like, Jesus. They just, it's like interchangeable. Do you, anybody else know what I'm talking about? Okay. It's a what? It's an alias. Yeah. Look, let me let me do this. It's like the exact same context. I would put I would I wouldn't put too much into all that. It's it's almost like a waste of time. Is it blasphemous? It's a blasphemous alias. But let me let me just say this because of time. Yeah, yeah. All this stuff. I would just return to the Father, let my anger go, so I can live a simple life. Because all this stuff that you're learning about is just a bunch of, oh my gosh. You know, it's a bunch of waste of time. It's like substituting for not being children of God. So they want to say it right. They want to pretend that they're acting right. Because they're deceived that they're not children of God. And so when you're born of God, you're going to speak the right way at the right time. And you're going to use the right words. And people don't have to correct you on that. Once you're truly born again. But if you're just a Bible thumper, you're going to learn all these things that you should and should not say and should not do and all that stuff, right? 
but it's just learning it from without instead of discovering from within. So I wouldn't put a lot of credit into that. You know what I mean? Yeah? What? What? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I wouldn't learn all this stuff. I mean, once you're born again of God, it's different than being just a Bible thumper or something like that. You know what I mean? So don't worry about it. God will guide you. So, um, so what? She's the one that's Bible thumping. She's she's been a longer Christian than I have. Oh, so she was talking about you. She was trying to tell me no, that no, I was using no, the wrong no, no, no. words. Oh. No, 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 that I was no. using the wrong so words. You throw a rock no, no, and the no, perfect no, no, no. scream. It wasn't about him at all. It was about people in general. I, I thought that's and what you meant. Own, okay. And my own convictions. Yeah. And curiosity. Yeah. I thought that's what you meant because yeah, totally. I know a lot of Christians who put on the fake Christianity yeah. stuff. I mean, it's been going on since literally high school, I've noticed this. Yeah. 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 But you ready to confess your sin or something? <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. no, I, I say Jesus like Jesus, like it's a funny word sometimes. I wasn't like, thinking oh, about him at all. But. Like, oh, Jesus. And then she called you, me oh, out said, on oh, it. Oh, Jesus. She called me out on it and told me I was using the Lord's name in vain and tried to correct me. And I was like, no, I'm not even using it in the same tone. I'm not using and it in the same And then he sent me that video where it was like, oh, <laughs> this is a different. So, it means something totally different. Well, amazing. Amazing. Interesting. I will hate to clear this up because hate is a little homegrown Christian. You hate my. <laughs> And so you know all of what they mean? I know a little bit about what they're talking okay, about. Okay, what are they talking about? Well, I mean, most a lot of us were raised not never to say Jesus and never to say Oh, oh yeah, God. I remember when he first started working here, I used to say Jesus, right? He's like, you can't say that. <laughs> I remember now. But go ahead. And so I think it's just a matter of like respect for the who's around you and the context. So when you say Jesus, you're disrespecting the people around you? No. Um, for example, a lot of Christians in, uh, listen to my radio show. I don't really say Jesus that much. I don't think I ever say it like right. that anyway. Maybe I do. But so You're afraid to, right? Yeah. Partly because I was raised not to talk like that. Right. And, and I have like family who listen to the show. And then people who don't like you say it, it's kind of like not saying the N-word. It's a matter of like respect for the people who don't like hearing that. Really? Right? Seems so like saying it. Jesus like saying the N-word? Yeah. It makes a lot of people cringe because they think, they think that it's taking the Lord's name in vain. So oh, for me, I don't even... When they're cringing, don't they know that something's wrong with them? Because it shouldn't even bother them. I don't know. Pronouns matter. But also it's like an unnecessary word to say because it is, like in the popular culture, it's considered a bad word. Jesus is? Mm -hmm. When you say it like that, when you say it like, oh, Jesus, or Jesus Christ, this is that. All right, that's for another day. We got to go. We'll talk about that on the radio show, all right? Nick, I want to talk about that on the show. All right. God, it's too much right now. Amazing. Anyway, so my brand new biblical question. 
Oh, my brand new biblical question. Can you earn love and respect? Can you earn love and respect? That's my brand new biblical question. Isn't that amazing? And so the young lady right here want to respond to it first. Yeah. She was all in her head. <laughs> Can you earn love and respect? Um, I would say no. You can't earn it? No. Why do you say no? Because, um, can I think on it for a second? I'm sorry? <laughs> can I think on it for a second? Sure. Okay, thank you. Um, Don't take all day, though. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, we're on, we're I on know you time. that long. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I mean, if we're talking about like God, for example, that's something that um, that we have to find within ourselves. And if we find it within ourselves, we're not really earning it. We're we're coming in contact with, like you say, the our inner kingdom. And that's not something that we really earn. It's something that we we experience and that we we know within ourselves. Not that we're trying to earn it. We're not trying to put efforts forward to make sure that we can attain it ourselves. So I so we can't or we can't earn it. I would say it's more you 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 are of it when you know God. When you're And so the answer is yes, you can or cannot earn it and then follow up. I don't know if by being in the state of, of knowing God, I don't know if that is earning it or if that's just being of it. I don't know if that could go either way, okay. but it's just being Well, that is a biblical question for mm-hmm. this week. Yes, Marlene, you had your hand. Can you earn love and respect? Yes. I had this conversation with my barber yesterday at the barbershop. I was like, wow, that is so interesting. That's going to be a biblical question. Uh, yes, Marlene. I say yes, just from my personal experience. Um, my students, I don't know if I... If, I don't know if you remember, but in the beginning of the year, we were talking about Trump, like, you know, um, and they got all crazy and whatever, um, how he wanted to ban TikTok, right? And as the students, you know, got to know me this year, I ended up teaching about medieval China and connecting it to today, how China's, like, authoritarian and things like that, and I'm showing them videos and just information. And when I said, well, this is what I said in the beginning of the year, how Trump wanted to ban, you know, ban TikTok because it was a way that they were getting information from so Americans. So short. Anyways, so yes, um, sorry, sorry, earn, sorry. Yeah. Um, but yes, I, my students were able to receive that because they've got to know me, right? They know that I come I, sincere from a good place when I teach them. So I feel like I've earned their respect and love. You feel that way? I see that in their actions, yeah. Oh, okay. So you're saying, yes, you can yes. earn. All right. So Kelly want to respond, and Nate, and then I have to close it. Are we out of time? Uh, Kelly, can you earn love and respect? No. I've actually thought about this a little bit. Um, oh. I think that it looks that way because, like, the world's type of love and respect, uh, in a sense, you do earn that. Like, that's what a lot of people are trying to do with their careers and, um, you know, their reputations. Um, but I think that real 
love and respect um, that's irrelevant of um, your outer surroundings and how people treat you. Uh, that just comes from God. Okay. Amazing. This is a good question. Uh, Nate, what do you say? Um, I'm hesitant to say anything because I'm going to find out I'm wrong later in the week, but I wanted to understand this war that's happening in Israel between the Palestinians and the Jews. And so I'm like, oh, let me ask a Jew hater. I asked a Jew hater about the, the, the conflict. And they hate the Jew. They like, well, I don't know why you're asking me. I hate the Jew. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, I would, I would say no. You can't earn it. And why do you say no? Because of our, of ourselves, we know nothing and can do nothing. So, I don't think I could earn respect. So, are you guessing at it? No, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's how I feel. You know, you think you may be wrong later this week. Well, I'm pretty sure every week on how I feel, and then find out I'm wrong. So <laughs> it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I'm a Bible thumper. Come on. <laughs> so did you understand that whole conversation about using Jesus' name in vain? Oh, yeah. I was told not to ever do it, too. And I believed that it was wrong. And I still don't do it because inside I feel it's... I, I understand what you're saying, and it shouldn't bother me. I agree, but it still does. To say, oh, my God? Yeah, I'd never say it. I know it's kind of silly, but I would never say it. Or Jesus Christ, when I was mad, I would never say that. I'd be looking for lightning. I, I don't say Jesus Christ a lot in conversation anyway because I didn't. I wasn't raised that way. I didn't hear it a lot growing up. But I heard, oh, my gosh, all the time. Oh, my God. It even bothered me when you said it, actually, to start with. When I heard you say it, I was like, When oh, I great. said, oh, my God. Yeah, it doesn't anymore. I don't even hear it. But when you first said it, yeah, I was like, pagan. Really? Yeah. I was judging you. Oh, my God. My wife's listening. She doesn't like it either. So what? I said, quiet. My wife's listening, and she doesn't like it either. Really? Christians. Nate, we got to talk about this. We got to get some Bible thumpers on. It'll be fun. Oh, my God. Oh, I'll be saying it all the time now. (laughs) No. Uh, I got to end, folks. I know some more people want to respond to the biblical questions. Call the show. And, and we'll do it. Um, announcement, Irma's. This Thursday. Oh, good. We have the ladies' forum this Thursday. That's going to be amazing. Uh, at 7 p.m., ladies, for ladies only. 7 p.m. They are like really, really good. All right? Um, the men's conference coming up in August, August 14th. And we are going to, it's for men only. If you bring you. Your wife, your girlfriends, your daughters, and things, they cannot get into the men's conference. They can't come to church. We're going to have church in Florida the following morning, Sunday morning, all right? They, it's for everybody. Um, what else? Anything else? That's it. So I want to urge you, this battle is a battle between good and evil. It's not what they're telling us. They want us fighting one another. It's not about white people. It's not about black people. It's not about homosexuals and lesbians and all that. It's about good versus evil. So you got to, re- I, I advise you to return to the Father so you can see how to fight this battle. They really are trying to conquer all of us. They want to control us. And if you really pay attention, you will see how they want to control us by giving you money, free money, and all kind of stuff, right? 
They got us fighting against one another, thinking that it's racism and sexism and all that crap. It's not about that. That's why you must be born of the Father so you can, you can see the right way to go. All right? Um, so stay with the silent prayer. Your life will get better. It's going to be amazing. But it should draw you closer to the Father. You want to be present with him at all times, through all situations, no matter what it is. Even when you're fighting and arguing, you stay present so you can see what to do and the right words to use. To have perfect love is powerful. You won't be weak. You will be strong. You won't let people run over you. They won't be able to beat you up. They won't be able to do stuff to you. You will have the power to overcome. All right? You really will. It doesn't mean weakness. It means strength. You'll be set apart from evil. All right? Uh, so thank you all for tuning in. I absolutely appreciate it. Uh, thank you for your support. Go to rebuildingtheman.com. We have the best counseling service on this side of heaven. So if you need counseling, call the office or you can email it at rebuildingtheman.com, right? Danny? Yep. Rebuildingtheman.com for requests for church uh, counseling. The books and everything are there. Thank you all for tuning in, and thank you all for coming. I appreciate it. It was fun. <laughs>